the Struggling Well podcast is a conversation between Jimmy and Susie Callum. Jimmy and Susie are co-founders of the ministry Tandem Spirituality, whose purpose is to support the church through cultivating healthy relationships in order to impact the kingdom of God. To learn more, visit tandemspirituality.com. Well, thanks again for joining us on our podcast, and whenever you listen to it, whatever time of day, whatever day you listen to it, we're glad you joined us. Um, we've talked about this before, mentioned it, and it's no big surprise, but we live in a world that um, is filled with division, and and people just don't get along. I mean, if you don't agree with somebody's sentence down to the very last word of that sentence, you're in opposition to them, and it creates division wherever you go. Is it called civil discourse? Is yeah, that what it, it used to be called? It doesn't it exist called, no. anymore. The whole idea of being kind to one another and uh, being able to dialogue about things um, that you may be on different sides of the fence on and then walk away realizing that you may agree to disagree, those days are gone. Because now if you if you disagree, then you, you are persona non grata. Yeah. And kindness, that's an interesting word because I don't think it exists much anymore in this world. And yet, Scripture is filled with the word kindness. Um, from a couple of different perspectives. One, how we treat one another. We're, we're to be kind to one another. But then the whole concept of the kindness of God towards us. Mm-hmm. And we all want God to be kind to us. Right. And in keeping with his character, he is. Um, there are many attributes of God. Kindness is one of them. Um, and there are other attributes. It's hard to think about kindness and God's wrath. You think of those two together, they seem like they bounce against each other. But if we are treated with the kindness of God, the grace and mercy of God, why is it then as believers, and I'm not talking about people who don't follow Christ, but as believers, why is it such a struggle for us to be kind to other people, especially people that have a different view on life and possibly God? Um, why have we become part of the same culture of butting heads and being angry and writing angry texts and angry Facebook posts and and Twitter, a lot of uh, you know vile emotions come out on Twitter. Why is that as believers? What's what's the problem? Well, I wonder if if we really do understand what the kindness of God means. I mean, we think of the, I, I think we tend to think of the kindness of God meaning uh, I had a good day today, mm-hmm. um, something positive happened for me, myself, for my family, for a good friend, and that was God's kindness. But but there's so much more. There's a richer, deeper understanding of the kindness of God that I think. Oftentimes, we don't think about. In, in Romans chapter 2, Paul is talking, and, and he's talking about the need for us to come to repentance, obviously. Um, but he says that, um, do you presume on the riches and the kindness and the forbearance and the patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? Mm-hmm. So there's a sense in which the kindness of God should change my behaviors. When I do sin, um, I ought to repent. Why? Well, because I've experienced the kindness and the patience of God himself. So I wonder for us as believers, filled with God's Holy Spirit, how that can translate to us. Um, and it also brings me to, the, to look at how Jesus reacted towards people when he met people that, were, uh, opposed, that opposed him. Um, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, I mean, he was honest and truthful with them, but... Um, he never demeaned their character. He was speaking about their heart and the choices that they made that were sinful and against God. 
Um, I think about Jesus meeting the woman at the well. I mean, he knew everything about her, and yet through that whole discourse there, he treats her with such kindness, and and he, he asks her the next question. He keeps asking her that next question. Um, look, even how he dealt with Peter when Peter denied him. Uh, he The passage uh, in the gospel says that he looked at Peter when Peter was down in that courtyard. I'm just, this is a picture in my head. Peter's down in that courtyard with all those people. And the scripture says that he looked at Peter with love. That's something that we struggle with. Yeah. It, it's kindness towards others exposes what I think we don't want to look at and that's what um, many call relational sin Mm -hmm. Um, we we don't we excuse away um, our behaviors towards others we excuse away um, the mean words we say or the condescending way we talk to other people and we fail to remember that it's God who has shown us kindness Mm -hmm. with his because it's 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 his forbearance it's his it's his patience all those things wrapped into what it means to show kindness to somebody else. Okay, let's bring that to street level then. How does that, how does that fit us? How are we supposed to respond? Well, I, my, my thing is I, I need to be very careful in checking my spirit as to whether I'm running the show or whether I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to lead. Because truthfully, if it's up to me in my heart and my spirit, I don't have that kind of behavior. I don't have that kind of character. But when the Holy Spirit is released within me, um, the word that is often used, I'm, I'm filled with the Spirit. To me, it's a sense of surrendering control and allowing the Spirit to lead. Then, then I can respond in a way that shows kindness to people that aren't easy to be kind to. Okay, so you're at, you're at Harris Teeter, and you are getting ready to get online. You have two items, and a woman with 25 items, or a man, can be either one, or a teenager, all of a sudden cuts in front of you online. How do you treat them with kindness? What do you do with that? Because that's a real life thing. Right. Well, I'm glad you didn't use a driving example because driving examples to me are written somewhere in scripture that they don't apply. Babe, you're, you're going to have to deal with your road rage. There, if anybody can help us with that, please dial 999-9999. Um, how do you deal with it? How, or how should you deal with it? Um, it it's going to stir something in me. If, or if I'm in an uh, express lane checkout and it says 10 items or less, and the person in front of me has 25 items. I want to point them to the sign and go, do you not see what the sign says? Um, and, and how do you say that, babe? Because right there looked a little judgmental. Yeah, well, it probably was. But, but yeah, it's, it's real life. And again, um, I don't know that Jesus offers exception clauses. Right. So... So that's where my point is. We, we would excuse that away and say, well, I have every right to yes. get angry. I have every right to be condescending or be judgmental in the way I speak to that person. The problem with Scripture is there, there's not exception clauses. It doesn't say show kindness to somebody who's nice. It doesn't say show kindness to somebody who's following the rules. Mm-hmm. It's just show kindness. It's, yeah. it's part of the fruit of the Spirit. And, and let's not forget the, you know, when somebody sins against you, turn the other cheek. Yeah. Like a bazillion times. Well, yeah. So that's where I'm going. I think that faith, we all say we want to live by faith. Living by faith in the real world, in the mundane activities of a day, not the, not the big events, but in the mundane activities of the day, um, 
puts, puts, I believe, to a test our willingness to allow the Holy Spirit to take the lead and not lead out of our own nature, but allow the Spirit of God to lead. And without the Spirit of God leading, I don't know that we can live that way. And I think that if we look at Scripture and see what the benefit of God's kindness was, not only God the Father and his kindness towards the nation of Israel and us as well, by sending his son Jesus, we look at the kindness that Jesus showed. It, it was a catalyst for change. It was a, a place where when Jesus entered a place, people were struck by his, of course, his wisdom, his knowledge, everything he was sent from the Father, but they were also struck with the way he loved them, the way he treated them. He saw them, and oftentimes he touched them physically. And and for us, we're so, in this day and age, well, there's so much arguing going on about everything, but we don't take the time to really look at people and realize even that person who cut on cut in line in front of you, there might be a reason why they're in a hurry that we don't know. And I know that maybe people are like, get over it, Susie, just get online. But for me, I want to be able to look beyond their behavior and treat them the way I am treated by Jesus every day because he looks beyond my behavior because he's paid for that sinful behavior. Look beyond that and have a vision for me Jesus does, has in his design, but if we could, even in that millisecond, think of someone um, in a different way than just, well, that annoying person just cut in line in front of me. And the thing that I love about Jesus' ministry on the earth is the way he saw people. And he had to be kind in order to do that, because if you're surly, no one's going to let you close. But I think about, okay, we're back at Harris Teeter, and the girl behind the counter uh, who's taking your money and, you know, doing your food with the scanner thing, she's, you say, hey, how are you? That typical exchange we always Mm do. Well, usually before you are ready to finish the sentence, they've already said fine. Well, what if you take a second, take a breath, and you ask the next question? What could come out of the next question? Yeah. I mean, it's a great it's a great point. Other than the person behind you getting mad because you're taking up the time and not letting the line yeah, go. Yeah, but that's but, when you say to them, "Look, I'll pay for your groceries. Oh, I just need to have a conversation you, here." You might want to check how many groceries are in that's your car. That's true. First. If it's the guy with twenty five, no, no. Yeah, it's 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 a reality. It's a practical everyday reality that we all tend to overlook or excuse away. That what we're saying to you. Um, on this podcast is pay attention to how you treat others mm-hmm. and kindness. And maybe you, you mentioned Peter earlier. To me, the greatest kindness that Jesus showed was after Peter betrayed him. Yeah. And it's after he's resurrected from the grave and they're at the seashore and he restores Peter. That was the kindness of God yeah. saying that's the, the kindness of God that leads to repentance. And he restores him and he uses him. So today... Think about kindness when you interact with other people. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us. To learn more about the Struggling Well podcast, visit tandemspirituality.com.